You're listening to nothing but the best of internet marketing talk, and you're listening to the David Conley Show. And here's your host, David Conley. Well, greetings brothers and sisters of the planet Earth. You're listening to The David Connolly Show, coming at you from dcradionetwork.com. Hello to all the people on, uh, well, let me see, on G-iTunes. Hello to all the people on Twitter. Hello to all the people on uh, Twitter, sorry, Stitcher, not Twitter. But hello to the Twitter people as well. And very soon, hello to the YouTube people, because um, I'm going to start putting these shows on YouTube as well, just just for something to do, you know. I suppose I'm a bit of an attention whore these days, but what do you expect? What do you expect, man, when you've been doing this internet marketing malarkey for such a long time? Anyway, I have a good show for you today. I have lots of things to talk about. But hold on a second, I need to plug my laptop in. <laughs> you know, um, actually, that's one of the, the funny things. You would be surprised at how uh, shoestring this whole thing has been up until now. Funnily enough, I have um, a mixing desk and a fancy microphone and all of that stuff. But over the last six months or so, I just thought, you know what, I'm going to just do this from the laptop because it's mobile and there's not any hassle or anything, so um, I'm talking to you now literally just to the laptop. You can probably hear the fan and I apologise about that. Now I have a few things I wanted to talk about today. I'm going to fit as much as I can in and uh, it's going to be kind of a power-packed show. I think I can only be here for about 20 minutes because I do have a meeting that I've got to rush to. But let me tell you about a couple of the things I've been focusing on over the past 40 hours or so. As you know, on the last show we were talking about um, debt, you know, and I was talking about how, as far as I can tell, millions and millions of well-intentioned, hard-working, intelligent people are drowning in debt, you know. And I think the time has come for us to have an intelligent conversation about being in debt. I think it's time for um, you know for people to say, well, actually, maybe there's no shame in being in debt. I mean, it may be a bit embarrassing, but there's nothing to be ashamed of. Debt is something that can pretty much creep up on any of us. As I was saying last time, just within the last uh, gee, within the last few days. Kevin Trudeau, the billionaire who inspired this entire radio show, he's just filed for bankruptcy, you know? So if if it can happen to him, it can happen to any one of us. I actually think that, you know, I know that there are people who are seriously struggling in debt, but you would never think it to look at them because they drive fancy cars and they have big houses and all that stuff. But it doesn't mean anything, folks. Debt can affect all of us, you know. Um, I was saying, I used to say last year, actually, I used to say, you, you know, to people who know me, I used to say, man, you do not know anyone who earns as much as me but owes as much as me. 
I make no secret of it, folks. I am in debt, okay? But you know what? I'm feeling good because the fight back has begun. You know something? Just the other day I was on Twitter and I saw a, a tweet from Brian Tracy, the self-help guy, you know, Brian Tracy. And I quite like some of his stuff, you know, he's a cool guy. And um, But the thing that he said was this tweet that said, pay yourself first. We've all heard this before, pay yourself first, you know. And it's fine. But you see, folks, the trouble is, messages like that are all well and good if you have money to spare, if you have an income and, you know, you've got some extra cash and you're saying, what am I going to do? But you see, folks, nobody is talking about what do you do when the phone rings 17 times per day? What do you do when letters come through the door and you're basically going, you know, and you're terrified? What on earth do you do when you have multiple people giving you all sorts of threats? Threats ranging from, we're going to damage your credit file, all the way to, we're going to shut down your business or kick you out of your home. How do you handle this stuff? It's no good talking about pay yourself first. That's not really going to cut it. We need a little bit more than that. Now, the good news is, you actually don't need to do the research because I've done all the research for you. Folks, over the past two or three months, I have read everything on the subject of handling debt. I'm aware of pretty much every theory that's out there. And you know, I don't want, I don't want to brag too much, but when I choose a subject and say, right, this is the thing, then I can actually be quite obsessive, you know. So um, I've been, you know, staying up, and, and honestly, this is normal. I'll be up and I'll buy a, maybe an ebook from the Amazon store, and I'll stay up till 4 a.m. and I'll read it from start to finish. And as I'm reading, I'm taking notes, I'm, you know, experimenting and studying and basically formulating systems for handling all of this stuff. Now, I can't give you all of that material right now because of time constraints. I mean, I have to go shortly. I just don't have time, you know. But I shall give you a few pointers of where I'm going with this stuff. And hopefully, this will be something that you guys will find valuable, especially if you're struggling with debt. But even if you're not in debt, I think I've came up with some really cool philosophies as far as how to handle money goes, you know. Um, if this kind of thing interests you, you know, if this is something that uh, grabs you and you're interested in exploring the topic some more, please do join the Insider Club. You can join at dcradionetwork.com, check it out, and this is going to be one of the subjects that gets really attacked, you know, and we're going to do some awesome stuff. But let me give you the vibe, okay? You know, folks, the, there's this little mental experiment, okay? And the mental experiment is, if you were really short of cash, would you knock on someone's door, you know, fill in the blank, and say, hey man, I'm short of cash, can you help? Would you do this? 
Well, it probably depends on who the person is. Would you do this for a family member? If you were short of cash, would you chap the door of a family member and say, hey man, can I borrow some cash? I'm sure some of you probably would. I'm sure most of us would. Would you knock your next door neighbor's door? Would you go to the front door and say, hey neighbor, I hardly even know your name, but I'm short of cash. Can you help me? Would you knock on the door of a friend? How about a random stranger? Well, folks, I actually got to try this stuff out for real. Let me tell you what happened. A few months ago, I was out, you know, I'm in this running club, right? You know, running, right? Jogging and all that stuff. And a few months ago, a group of us headed out on a Sunday morning. It was a 15-mile a fifth of the hair, a 15 mile run. And it was all the way up a place called Newton Mearns, which is practically uphill for about three miles. And then at the top, you turn left and, you know, so on. Anyway, we, we did this massive big run. And about halfway through, something interesting happened, okay? I, I actually couldn't run anymore. I was ill, I was just feeling sick, and I shouldn't have even been there. I was just out of shape, you know. And we ended up at the furthest point of this course, so it's like a 15-mile run. If you can imagine being like seven and a half miles from home. And I had to stop, and I said, guys, you head on without me, I'll be fine, everything's cool, on you go. And off they headed. And I was stuck in the middle of, well... Not the middle of nowhere, but the middle of this place called Newton Mearns. You can look it up. It's kind of at altitude, you know. It's very high up. Um, and I had no way of getting back. Now, check this vibe out. There was a guy in the group who I was supposed to be meeting him at the end. and I was going to drive him home and his wallet was in the car and so on, okay. So, when I left, when I stopped running with the group, I said to them, listen group, you guys head along, I'm going to catch my breath, and I'm going to catch up with you. I may be a few minutes behind, but I'll be fine. So the group headed off. Folks, I waited a few minutes, I tried running, I couldn't do it. I tried again, my legs were just too sore, I was too tired. Next thing I knew, I started shivering. It was unbelievably cold, it must have only been about 9 o'clock in the morning or something, you know. And... I was actually just recovering from whooping cough. I was just physically not there at all. I had no money. I had practically hardly any clothes, you know, like a couple of thin layers. What does a person jogging wear, you know? And I was in the middle of nowhere. I could hardly even walk. I mean, I was just in a bad place. So check this out. I ended up, I kind of hobbled along. I must have got about maybe a mile along the road, and I thought, man, I'm really in trouble here. Somehow, I have to get back to the main kind of city area, to the start point. I have to meet the guy. He'll be waiting there, and I also am in a bad way. So check this out. As I was out in the middle of nowhere, I thought to myself, hang on a second. I know a guy who lives in this neighborhood, okay? Now, there shall be no names to protect the innocent. But let me just say that I know this person really, 
really well. And I thought, okay, well, this is a no-brainer. I'm just going to knock this person's door. I'm going to say, hey, man, I'm in need of some cash here. I'm in need of some help. Can you give me a pound or two just so I can get the train back home? Maybe jump on the bus. I don't know. That's the vibe. So I knocked this person's door, shivering, cold, hardly any clothes, hardly any anything. And I was like, you know, he was just out of bed and I was like, look, I'm really sorry to bother you, but this is a moment of need. I have no clothes, no money, I, well, a few clothes, maybe some, a t-shirt, you know, and shorts and all of that, right, but not much. I said, I have no money and nothing, and I've got to be here at this time, and I'm just physically not in a good place. Man, is there any chance you could lend me a pound or two? That's all I need. I says, and by the way, when, when I pick this guy up and I get back to the car, I'm going to be driving past here because I'm dropping him off and you pass this neighbourhood. You can make a cup of tea or something and watch some TV and within probably the next hour, I'll just drop it right back. So really and truly, you'll have it back. It's just a pound or two. Check this out. Person said to me, he said, DC? Well, actually, nobody calls me DC, okay? But I kind of like the sound of it. But he said, listen, I don't have a couple of pounds. And I says, well, hang on, maybe just a pound. I mean, just, just to get me on the, the train, I, I can wing it, you know. This is a real emergency. He said, Dave, I'm sorry, I just don't have it. And I looked and I thought, gee, that's kind of heavy. Now, in the end, eventually after about five minutes, we came up with a solution, okay? And the solution was that the guy had a travel pass, you know, that gets you on the buses and stuff. And I think, quite illegally, I ended up borrowing this thing and it got me on for free and I gave him it back. But, you know, months later, actually just the other day, I thought to myself, what a disaster. Imagine not even having a single pound to spare, or a dollar, you know, for the American folks, Euro for the Euro Europeans and all that. Imagine not even having that, you know. What a disaster. And I made the decision, this is a situation that we must never, ever be in. Now, I've been reading and researching all sorts of debt theories. I'm going to be introducing you to these shortly, especially if you're in the Insider Club. Things like the snowball strategy and all of that. You'll find out about that soon. And by the way, I'm modifying these strategies and I'm making them better, okay? You'll soon see that. But, you know, I thought to myself, like, when you think about this, okay, um, if you have lots of people who you owe money to, you know, electricity, credit cards, loans, cars, who knows, okay, whatever. The funny thing is that if you don't have a stash, okay, now a stash means physically a sum of money hidden, okay, um, if you don't actually have access to physical hard money, as far as I'm concerned, you are not even a financial entity. 
You see, I can actually quite easily, right now, I could visualize 15 different scenarios that result in a Hurricane Katrina situation. Listen, we don't need to be conspiracy nuts here. Look at what happened with Hurricane Katrina, you know. What most, uh, you know, gee, America, you know, most prosperous country in the universe and all that. And look what happened with Hurricane Katrina. Folks, disasters do happen. Economic crashes do happen. Emergency situations do happen. And so, the great theory is, and here it comes, folks, this is what you came here for. We need to save up £1,000 minimum. If you are in America, I shall allow you to call it $1,000, even though the price value is a bit less over there, if you know what I mean. You know, 1,000 euros, whatever. We need a 1,000 donuts. We absolutely need a 1,000 donuts. In fact, how can you even get by if you don't have a stash of physical money? I'm talking something that you can actually touch. It's physical, it's there, and it's stored just in case. And the vibe is you never touch it. But you know something? As you look back over the years, I'm sure you'll agree, there's tons of situations where having a thousand donuts handy would have actually been quite good, you know. Even, I know it's kind of negative, but, you know, even things like funerals and all that, these things happen. Sometimes you need scenarios, you know, you, you, sometimes you find yourself in situations where you need access to money really, really quickly. So, I, I could actually do a, a two-hour speech on why you need this and so on, but the, the short version is basically this. You know, paying debts must be a priority. We need to be debt-free. We need a change of mindset, blah, 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 blah. But with this thousand, and I suggest a thousand pounds, thousand euros, you know, that's the kind of price range I'm in. Without, you know, sorry, when you have that, that's your guarantee. That's the guarantee that you will never be short of food. That's the guarantee that you'll never, ever find yourself, you know, um, not able to lend money to someone who needs it. That will take you to a place where you'll probably never find yourself homeless or anything like that. That's the security blanket, you know, and it's, it's ground zero. So my hypothesis, my theory... And I'm not the first person to say this, I am sure. But you need a thousand pounds or, you know, whatever your currency is, okay? The, I mean, the, the value of currencies changes, you know. I'm just calling it a thousand. It's a, it's a nice round number. You need one thousand. That's the starting point. And I think in the Insider Club, I'm going to be talking about how to get this thousand and so on. I'm going to be proposing actually setting up an additional stream of income that's for the security blanket, okay? Now, you can have a thousand. It shouldn't take long, you know, if you follow the advice I'm giving. You should have that in a month or two, hopefully, uh, quite easily. Um, but, you know, there's more to this. You see, a thousand 
is the bare minimum. A thousand gives you, uh, I suppose, the kind of essential security blanket. It makes you financially viable. In my opinion, that thousand is more important even than paying off debts. You need the thousand, okay? But you see, once you have the thousand, I don't think we should stop there. I've, I've been researching, studying, evaluating. I have authenticated the data. Folks, once you get that thousand, do you know what your next goal should be? The next goal should be, and by the way, you can start paying the debt after a thousand. Up till a thousand, you're not in the game, okay? But once you get beyond a thousand, then we can really tackle the debt, okay? But the other thing that we should do, and I'm going to be challenging everyone in the Insider Club to do this, okay? Everyone in the Insider Club, we're going to be going on this journey together. And you know what the vibe is, folks? We are going to save up six months worth of income. Do you hear me, people? Six months worth of income. Now, I'm not talking about land of luxury income, okay? I'm not talking about six months and you can go on holidays and driving Lamborghinis for six months. I'm talking about an emergency security reserve that will basically guarantee that no matter what happens, you have enough money to survive for six months. That means paying your bills. That means, you know, food, clothing and shelter and all that stuff. But even beyond that, we don't want, you know, some opulent, super opulent lifestyle. But we do need enough to have a sort of reasonable lifestyle. Enough so that if something happens, then you don't have to radically change your standard of living. And for me... I actually use the popcorn gauge to gauge all of this stuff. Now, what on earth is the popcorn gauge? Well, basic, basically this. The question is, you know, think about what a kind of okay lifestyle means to you. We all have our own ideas of what this may be, right? But for me, one of the vibes is, can you afford to go to the cinema once per week? And when you go to the cinema, could you afford a large popcorn if you wanted one? You know, I was at the cinema the other day there. I got two small popcorns and a small drink. Folks, it was over. <laughs> it was £10.05. Now, I'm not being tight here, okay? But that's about, uh, oh gee, that's over $16, I think, at the moment, right? Two small, think about this, like size small popcorns and a small drink, right? $16, can you believe it? So the, the price of, I mean, it's just insane. There's an entire show on this subject, okay? But here's the vibe, and I'll try not to go off on one. We need enough funds to maintain an okay lifestyle. It doesn't mean touring the world and luxury yachts and casinos and all that, but it does mean meeting the requirements of the popcorn challenge. You want to have a good enough lifestyle that you can maybe have a nice little night out to the cinema. 
maybe a nice little, I don't know, trip to a restaurant for a nice hot meal once or twice per week, maybe a little day trip to the mountains. That's the kind of lifestyle that we need, okay? It doesn't have to cost a fortune. And what I'm saying is, and I'm really going to be um, going into this with the Insider Club. You know, if you haven't joined, you really should come on board because this is what we're all going to be doing, okay? I mean, you know, it's like, sorry, folks, you have no choice. You're going to have six months back up. Because let me ask you a question, right? How would it affect your life if you knew that you had six months of income just sitting there, ready, just in case? How would that affect your life? How would it affect your stress levels? I mean, do you think you'd be less stressed out if you knew that no matter what life throws at you, then at least you've got six months income. You can basically say, I'm out of it. And you can be out of it for six months and you can live this good lifestyle and everything will be fine. What would it do for your business? I mean, let's be entirely honest. If, you ha if you're planning on running a business, you probably need to learn about negotiation and sales and interacting and all of that stuff. What would it do for your negotiational powers if you knew that you had a six-month reserve? Can you imagine sitting eyeball to eyeball with some, you know, top CEO of a big giant company and you know, as you're talking, you're trying to sell and you're maybe negotiating. And as this is going on, you know that you don't actually need this. You can walk away from all of this because you have the security blanket. I am here to tell you that this is going to have a more positive impact on your mood, your negotiational powers, your business, your morale, the whole shooting match will be positively affected more so than anything you can do as far as I'm concerned. I've actually been in these situations, you know, many times in the past. I've been maybe down in London and I've been eyeball to eyeball, you know, big, big, massive companies and the guy's looking at me and I'm charging maybe 7000 per month for search engine optimization. Now, nobody charges those fees, right? But Actually, that's what I was charging. And as you're negotiating, there'd be a pause and the guy would be looking at you and he'd be thinking, hmm, should I really hire this guy? And see when those moments come, folks, believe me, and they will come, okay? You will experience these kind of things. You need the security blanket. I'm telling you, when you, when you have the confidence, when you look and you're like, man, I don't really need this. People can see this, you know. People are amazingly perceptive. They can see this just looking at your face, you know. It's going to make you more empowered. It's going to really positively affect everything you do, you know. And as a matter of fact, let's face it, the end destination is not, you know, some miserable job. It's not even, you know, running around and, managing people and all of that stuff and running about some office. 
driving a BMW and all. Well, maybe that grabs some of you. It doesn't grab me. The end destination, folks, is relaxation. It's the beach. It's the dream lifestyle, you know? And if you have that backing, I mean, just think how good it would be saying, do you know what? I'm going to take a break from work even. I'm going to just work on my dream, you know? This is the vibe. So, that's uh, just a little conversation about some money philosophy. This is where my thoughts are just now. We're talking about debt. We're talking about how to handle debt and all of that stuff. There's an entire school of thought behind this stuff. There's an entire, you know, bundle of research and all of that. And I'm really looking forward to coming out with that stuff. I've actually started work on the Insider Club website. And I'm telling you folks... Some of <laughs> oh gee, some of the content is awesome. You know, uh, last yesterday I was experimenting with a new strategy for social media. Okay, it was to do with social media marketing. I thought I'm going to do this strategy, and I thought I'm going to make this really cool. So rather than me just going blah 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 blah, I thought I'm going to point a, a thing at the screen. You know, screen recording. And I'm going to show people the time and I'll show them the news and show them that this is real. And I'm going to do some stuff, come back in 24 hours and let's look at the results. Folks, I've just finished the video. It was unbelievable. What a roaring success story. When you guys see this stuff and you're going to be looking at the screen, it's going to blow your mind, you know. This is more... And by the way, you're not only going to have your mind blown by the, you know, the results and all of that, but when you see how easy this is, folks, I, there's people out there charging thousands for social media marketing and all of that stuff. I can show you how to work a thousand times more efficiently than those guys. There is some really mind-blowing stuff coming up, believe me. And you'll soon see some of that. So that's going to be on the Insider Club. If you haven't already joined, I would encourage you to do so. And you can do so at dcradionetwork.com. Folks, it's been a pleasure and a privilege. Stay cool, stay safe, and may the force be with us all. Bye!